you and I were uh, scared before anybody else was scared. Yeah, we were on the cutting the edge of, of terror. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see this virus in China? <laughs> uh, and nobody else at my work gave a shit when I talked about it. And then I talked to you and you're like, oh, my God, I really give a shit about it. too." I remember I, I bought so much food in preparation because I thought yeah. we were going to run out of stuff at stores. I was worried about the supply lines. And look at us now. Yeah. Look at us now. You know, so many supplies, so many supplies, toilet paper, as far as the eye can see, you know, yeah, I can true. go to the store and get food. The only supplies I can't get are a GPU. But other than that, you know, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, living true. life. True. Yeah. Rough go. I was hanging out with somebody in the, in a, in a backyard. It was safe. Okay, good. good. Um, we got to be role they, models here. Yeah. They called it the, the Panasonic. <laughs> I thought okay. that was really good. I thought Panasonic was really great. I'm still liking Pandy. I like but Pandy. Panasonic's as well. a close runner up. What about Pandasonic? Like throw that Pandasonic? D in there. Throw that D Ooh. in there. Make it like a little bit clear, you know, make it a little bit more clear that it's a, a Pandy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah um yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. I don't think you should say panda because it kind of attributes that it's from China. It's kinda of like Kung Flu. Mm, you know, mm, it's got a little air of no, that. That's a good. That's a good point. Not the yeah. Not a not a what I what I call it. Pan- Pandasonic. Pandasonic. Honestly, yeah. it sounds very confused. There's too many things going on in that. It's <laughs> a lot of There's syllables. Too many layers. A lot of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot. A lot going on. <laughs> yeah. True. Whereas in my life, not a lot is going on. Things are on the down low <laughs> these days. I mean, but you're you're a very busy man. Uh, that's debatable. I'm still pretty busy, but you know, the shutdown has removed some things from my plate. So, so oh, for real? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not able to to film in venues anymore. You know, so that's mm. okay. Um, mm-hmm. but oh well, we'll be back after this four week stay at home order is complete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I had to move back my thing too. Yeah, you so. did. I was gonna ask you. You yeah. had to move back your big dance video. Yeah, by a month. Yeah. Ah, so, damn. Well, we we already did it before Dougie Ford did it. So yeah, same here, same here. Okay, we'll see where. Well, I guess we're just we're on the pulse, one. man. We're on yeah. the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know what's what. We know what's what. <sighs> what else has happened in your life? Anything exciting? Anything? Anything positive? You have a, a positive thing to tell me? Uh, I know it's tough these days. Hmm. Uh, I know. Well, <laughs> come on, Dan. Dig deep. Did you make a nice meal recently? I made pasta for lunch <laughs> with chipotle peppers. <laughs> oh, that sounds tasty. Yeah, it was Very pretty good. Nice. It was pretty good. <laughs> I like this character. I like this siren yeah, scared boy. No, you know, COVID's been treating me well. Um, yeah, I should come up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my name's Pandemic Paul, and I'm trying just to get by these days. My name's Panda Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Panda Express Percy, and I'm I'm just trying to live my life as an essential worker. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I don't have anything to say. I made pasta today with chipotle peppers. I have in front of me, Sam. This might be of note. Um, last weekend before everything was shut down, I, uh, I, I've been working on this theater project and we were in a space all maxed up, um, doing some blocking for it. And, um, I was given this as a prop, but it's an item of food or beverage is a beverage. Um, 
it's a it's a Mexican uh. it's a Mexican Coca Cola, and oh, very um, cool. I was told that it doesn't taste very good. That's what that's what the person who gave it to me said. But how bad oh. could it be? It's Coca Cola. It can't be that bad. It can't be. Is it that made bad? with the real cane sugar, as that's, they like to say? I think it, yeah, I think it's made with real cane sugar. So I don't know what processed foods this fucking coca-cola phony was on but uh this has to taste pretty good um and i know we're not supposed to open i i am going to crack it open and i brought a towel just in case it explodes it's been in a backpack for quite a bit backpack backpack um (laughs) and um yeah i know we're not supposed to be drinking coca-cola these days because they you know they pulled out of georgia after that voter voter suppression law passed um, oh, really? did they actually pull out of Georgia? Or no, like they didn't pull out of Georgia. They said that I think the they, vote, they said it was bad. They said yeah, that they voting, didn't, they voter said suppression, bad, bad, not good. They said yeah. bad, bad, not good. And so I know we're not supposed to be drinking Coca-Cola products these days. We're boycotting mm-hmm. it. You know, we're canceling it in the culture. But this one's from Mexico, so I say why not? <laughs> Open up. This one's from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, here, here we go. All right, have a sip. Here we go, boys and girls. He's chugging, taking it back. Guys, it's a glass bottle. It's a classic Coca-Cola label. It looks nice. <laughs> it tastes like Coca-Cola. I don't know what sure. drugs that person was on. The thing is, you wouldn't notice a difference. Maybe this person's a Coca-Day kind of guy. That's or true. Person. That's true. That's true. They, yeah, they might be a, you know, yeah. get a They might have a better palate <laughs> to, to soda than you, you know? Yeah, yeah. They can really taste you the call bubbles it soda? on the top. Do you, lean, do you lean more towards soda than pop? Or do you call it soda pop? That's a great question. I used to lean more towards soda. As you know, I was an American boy for a little bit in my youth. Yeah. Um, living in the in, in in my country away from my home country, um, mm-hmm. the great USFA. Um, but no, now I think I'm 50-50. Sometimes I'll call it soda if I want to be formal. And sometimes it, it feels weird saying pop, but I think I do use it more now. It's probably 52% mm. to a to a 48% soda <laughs> oh <my> ratio <laughs> if we're doing the math. Wow, I'm proud of you. How about you? What do you say? Are you I a- say pop every time, baby. Pop. Pop, pop. Pop every time. Did you know I'm working class? <laughs> I don't think that's a sign of the working class. It's just a sign of being Canadian. That's a sign of region. But no, it we feels did like... know you're working class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of working class and having bad things. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, Can't wait. My... So I, have, I bought a nice computer, right? Um, a very nice computer. It's very nice. But the webcam is But it's shit. not a Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a Mac, but it's very nice. And that, that doesn't matter, Dan. Okay. That doesn't well, matter. then how it's nice could it computer. be? Okay. Oh, get a grip. Get a grip. You're literally building a PC, you fucking idiot. I know, I know. But you're not, Anywho. so how nice could your computer be? I know. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> we stuck out our chocolate for <laughs> everybody at home. Uh, <laughs> like, we're 25 years old and stuck out our chocolate for each other. <laughs> I got it because I do... <laughs> I do video therapy now, right? Well, I've oh, been doing cool. it for a while. But it's, so it's over video. But <laughs> so I did it with my new computer. What's the, the difference between video therapy and just therapy? Um, I strip tease <laughs> for her and she gives me tips. You process your feelings by making uh, home movies. 
Yeah, for every item of clothing that I take off, I get $10 off my, my fee. <laughs> You're like, Nina, we have to do an action scene for Wednesday. That's when I'm talking to my therapist. We have to we have to <laughs> yeah. put some together. It has to be based on my childhood, but it also has to be an action scene involving three household objects. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I finally did it on my computer. And within the first, like, minute of us getting onto the call, she <laughs> says, Sam, I think there's something wrong. It looks like <laughs> your, your webcam is purple. <laughs> I'm like, Sheffy, okay, let's get something straight. You're my employee. Yeah. Okay. How dare you slander me and my equipment? And I I said, you know, I'll take it. I bought this computer. If I have to look like Barney, I'll take (laughs) it. I was going to say, you look like Barney, the big depressed purple And it doesn't get better. (laughs) I've changed lighting situations. I think it just needs one singular front-facing light. That I don't have. I don't have a small enough light for my desk. You could so. also just buy a webcam too. You could buy a webcam to just go on your desk. I could be. A, I could. I could be a webcam. Is what I originally said. I, but I could. Really I buy could a be a webcam. Yeah. Is what you told her. I could. I no, I didn't. said, Doc. I, I, slipped, I, I could a, be a webcam. No, uh, we'll deal with these issues next week. Yeah. <laughs> I just like you got something deeper going on. <laughs> yeah. You oh. barely have a grasp of the English language. Yeah. What's What's a fun thing you've learned at therapy that could help all of us at home? What's a, a fun thing? Or maybe not, not fun, normally... but what's a, what's a technique? What's what's something that you've learned that, that helps you in your day-to-day life that could help all of us at home? Um, something that I learned in my day-to-day life. Uh, here's a nice coping mechanism for everybody at home. Okay? okay, If you're having some real bad anxieties, it's called the 54321 method. Mm. Okay, We've heard of it. You... What's, what's something new? What's something... Oh, you don't know. You, don't, you know this. Okay, Have you heard of individuation? This is not a coping mechanism, but have you heard of individuation? Uh, give me a couple of details and I'll, I'll, I'll either pass on it or, or ask for a new one. Yeah, don't worry. It's, it's the idea that your parents are supposed to give you freedom to explore your own choices, oh. but they, uh, and then give you the, give you the opportunity to fail, but then they also need to be a safe haven so you can organize your feelings, have an understanding of that, that everything will be okay. Right. It's a cycle that repeats over and over again. It's how you learn to regulate your own. Emotions. Oh, interesting. That's pretty cool. I think that, you know, that's, that's worthy. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard anything about attachment theory? I, don't, I haven't looked into it. I've heard about it, like anxious attachment and shit yeah. like that. I don't know about it. Do you know about it? I don't know too much. Maybe I'll take this away and talk about it more on the next episode. Did but... you bring it up to hope that I knew about it? Well, that... you're, you're the one in therapy, my guy. I thought yeah, but I'm, I'm not just... an expert. I'm not an expert at psychology. I just talk about <laughs> myself for an hour. I'm just tossing <laughs> things out at you, seeing what you pick up. No, Sarah. Okay. Sarah's, um, Sarah's sibling... Um, recently uh, started to learn about attachment theory and they're talking about it all, all, all the time. And so, oh, that's cool. so yeah, it's, it's been a lot. I feel like it's definitely like changed their worldview. Um, it, was, it, it was a paradigm oh, wow. shift and I think it's, it's been healthy, but, but Sarah was talking about how it, it is nonstop. It's a, it's an, uh, an onslaught of um, self. Um, I don't know, you know, but learning Self, about, uh Right, reflection, and self-reflection, and and talking yeah. about yeah, how it how attached cool. they are nonstop. Nina learned about it too. Oh yeah. So what type yeah. of attacher is she? Attachy is she? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do, you, do you know out, your attachment your... type? Do you know your attachment type? I are you am... willing to share? Is it personal? Hold on. Let's find out. Let's see a little bit about attachment styles. One of the greatest questionnaires in the history of 20th century psychology 
had a modest start in the papers local Colorado No, but the, the design the is beautiful. Mountain News in July yeah. 1985. Okay, come on. The work of two University of Denver psychologists, Cindy Hazan and Philip Shaver. Is this from Headspace? This is the guy from Headspace. <laughs> I want you to think of your head and relax your legs. I want you to think about your toes relaxing one by one. Little toe to big toe, big toe to little toe. Right to Imagine a little light going from the top of your head all the way down to your groin. Now swirl it around, swirl the lot around. Are you getting boner? Are you getting horny, love? <laughs> Are you horny? Do I make you horny, baby? Does that make you? Does that make you randy? Do I make you horny? <laughs> Option Imagine if the guy. <laughs> now close your eyes. Close your eyes and relax. You're going deeper and deeper into your mind, like I'd be going deeper and deeper into you. Do I make you horny, baby? Hell yeah! Do I make you dirty? Are you a bad little bitch? Yeah. You want me to slap you? You want to feel the slap of my cock? Yeah. Difficult to trust them Okay, this this can stop. We're not going to yeah. learn about attachment theory today, but that was a good bit. That was pretty funny. <laughs> good times. Good times all around. What what else do we got going on? Oh, wait. So you're in therapy. Anything else new with you? <laughs> uh, I ran into somebody on my bike. Shut up! What? <laughs> Two days Again? ago, I ran... No, this time I ran, I ran into another... Um, what do you call them? Bicycler? Cyclist. Cycle. Fuck. You should know. You are one. I know. I ran into another cyclist <laughs> while on the in the bike lane. Well, that's they, awkward. And, it, and I, I, in talking to my girlfriend last night, I explained the whole situation to her. She says that it is my fault. Um, <laughs> Wait, did you? Okay, like, uh, I'm sure you're gonna tell us. But I think we're you, equally at fault. I think we're equally at fault. Did you like okay. t-bone them or like bump into the back? I t-bone them. Ooh. I did t-bone them. So. <laughs> they were going really slow in front of me, and that always pisses me off. But oh, they're of also course. in the center of the bike lane. You got a need right? for speed. <laughs> I have road rage. Yeah, I have cycle rage. So uh, they're in the center of the bike lane, so nobody can pass. And they're going really slow. So okay. I'm already pissed off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm listening to my, my, my podcast. I'm trying to have a good time. <laughs> I'm trying to have a good morning, you know? And then <laughs> and so he's going really slow. And then I see that he veers off to the left. No. I'm like, Perfect opportunity. Not normal to pass on the right, but I'm going to pass him on the right. All right? Sure. There's the Wild angry. West out there in bike lanes. You know, like, oh, there course. are rules of the road, but you're able to, you know, you're defining you're... the path forward as you bike. He's giving me some space. Finally, I'm taking my opportunity. Yeah. Is kind of what yeah, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. right? I made the mistake. I didn't say anything. I didn't say, passing on the right, on the right, like your classic stuff. What, right? like I didn't a, do any like of that. Like you're a teenage girl playing volleyball. You're supposed to call it out before you spike. You kind of are supposed to call it out. It's a, it's a, you know, you gotta be, you gotta share the road. Oh, sure, you know? sure. You gotta share the road. I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, yes. Proper etiquette, you know. So he's passing, and then, and then this is what happened. I thought he was let, get, leaving me room to pass him. He was not. Oh. He was giving himself more room to turn to the right, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. to get off the bike lane. Then he immediately turns right. He didn't look over his shoulder. Okay, then that's his strike. Yeah. My strike is not calling out that I was passing on the right, and his strike. Is that he didn't look over his shoulder? I would say Who your strike is also over the passing shoulder? on the right. It, uh, so I have two strikes. Is that, is that <laughs> I would say you have two. Stri- you're not three. You're not out. Let's say that you're not three strikes. You're out. So he has one yet. strike, and I have two strikes. Yeah, it's any it's any man's game at this point. So maybe I, maybe my third strike is what happened next, which is I <laughs> hit him broadside to the right of his <laughs> of his bicycle. That's a foul. And I, this is this is immediately what I said to him. I said, "Oh come on, man." I didn't look him in the eye because I was really angry. Yeah, yeah. 
And I said, oh, come on, man. <laughs> and he says, he says, well, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? You didn't call out when you were passing on the right. And he tapped <laughs> your and he bike tapped is in with your friend who was sandwiched into his bike. <laughs> come on, yeah. man. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's immediately what I said. And then, so he, I don't look him in the eye because I'm really angry at him. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he says, because it wasn't too bad. It was more like if you're imagining 90 degrees, it was probably more like, it was barely. He was like at a fifteen degree angle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Of turning, and I hit him at that point, and then um, so he says, "Well, you didn't call out passing on the right," and he tapped me on my left shoulder, <laughs> which really pissed me off. And then um, and then I just said, "All right, have a nice day, have a nice day," and I biked off. <laughs> <laughs> How did you bike around him? I don't exactly remember. I think I just sat, sort of just like moved my bike. Sure, uh, you just like powered out. Yeah, and got away and just biked on down the way Man. and then my my next thoughts were that i can't believe that guy ruined my morning <laughs> <laughs> Man, it it sounds like the craziest life to be a biker in toronto you always hear about it you always see yeah. those bikers driving around and and you you don't want any part in it and so it's it, to hear an up close and personal account of what it's like to be on those mean city streets day in day out it's, and I'm it's harrowing baby. it's harrowing oh, yeah yeah. Getting hit by cars, hitting other bikers. It's like a cycle of violence. I need a helmet. It's a cyclist of violence. <laughs> cyclist of violence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the podcast name if we did like fun names. That's good. Oh, that is good. That is good. No, that's, that's the next podcast, t-shirt. guys. We get we get people on. <laughs> we get people on that have, have made personal injury claims to their insurance. <laughs> <laughs> we could advertise as a personal oh. injury like helpline lawyer type thing personal injury podcast consultant consultant and so people call in and then we mm. use that to mine content my dad is a paralegal oh we should get him on the cast <laughs> we know we, we should we should be canvassing get the whole family grandma dad <laughs> <laughs> wow that sounds beautiful that wow. sounds great that sounds great should we my- get into it we have an amazing Movie we actually, we you're right. We should get into it. We have probably a lot to talk about for the first week in a long time. This is a movie that people have probably seen or at least are like know about. And so, um, yeah, yeah, let's 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 get right into it. Let's, let's get let's, into let's it. Let's talk about it. Welcome back, back to Giamatti, 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 your one-stop, fully academic, encyclopedic uh, oh, source for all things Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I'm your host, Dan. I'm your host, Sam. Oh, my God. You were in such wow. a run, and it just popped. <laughs> <laughs> it was an unexpected one. <laughs> my oh mouth my opened, God. and a burp came out. That's so yeah. funny. Well, I was about to tell you, I took a sip while the theme music was playing, and... I think the main difference between Mexican Coca-Cola and, you know, American, North American Coca-Cola, though Mexico's in North America, you know, yeah. like, you know, a red-blooded Canadian American Coca-Cola is that it, it, yeah. it tastes really carbonated. Oh, that one's really carbonated. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, Maybe the glass holds in the bubbles. 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 The glass in the bubbles. Oh, man. What do we do on this podcast, Sam? Ooh, baby, I'll tell you. We're watching every single... Yeah! Yeah! Damn! Dang. Dang. 
<laughs> everything that Paul Giamatti's ever been in. We're starting from all the way at the beginning of his career, and we're mm-hmm. gonna watch till he dies. All okay? the way. We're all the way all in. All the way down. The Which, river. if we're gonna be honest here, I we're very. I mean, obviously, he's a celebrity. I'm sure he has great treatment in the medical industries. But, you know, the pandemic uh, was raging in the States for a while, and I'm glad that our boy made it out the other side. I mean, yeah, but it's, now, it's not over yet. Are you saying yet, that, Paul's, that Paul's vaccinated? I'm not saying that, but he might be. You know, people are getting he vaccinated left, right, and center over there. He doesn't he have social said, media. He, we can't tell. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's true. Biden just said every American, sign up. There you go. And, yeah. hey, you know, Paul Giamatti is an American. That's one of the facts he, we know in this encyclopedic podcast. He so. is, in fact, an American. We found this out. Red-blooded, many, just like many us. Many moons ago. That, yes. that is correct. Sam. Dan. Let's get into the amazing Spiderman 2. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell, hell, hell yeah. Oh, it's a long time coming. Amazing Spider-Man 2. We've oh been boy. waiting for this for a while. This is an iconic role of Paul Giamatti. He plays the Rhino. Alexei Sistovich. Hell yeah. Alexei Sistovich. <laughs> okay, Dan. So I wrote I wrote my own description this time. Oh, okay. Amazing. Brought it back. Thank God. Brought it back again. I wrote this at 1 a.m. I reread it today, and I did not re-edit it. Okay. It's ridiculous. Okay, I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. So here we go. Not only is Uncle Ben dead, but guess what? Spider-Man's parents are dead, too. Mm -hmm. We see them crash land to the beautiful blue marble we call Earth, yet somehow his dad successfully uploads a vlog. (laughs) It's actually a super-secret science project to cure Norman Osborn of a degenerative disease, and he doesn't want it to fall into the hands of evildoers. It has something to do with spiders. Amazing spiders. Cut to Spider-Man's high school graduation. Cue the daddy issues, a dash of self-loathing, a stalker-level obsession with his (laughs) Oxford-bound GF, and we have a character, folks. (laughs) Dane DeHaan comes in as Harry Osborn with a comb over that screams incel. Mm-hmm. Turns out there are there are many characters in this movie who scream incel. And I would <laughs> say true. Peter Parker might also be one of them. The coolest incel <laughs> yeah. around, but all of them do. He's Sorry. like hipster yeah. incel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hipster incel. Yeah. Like Dane DeHaan's like like kind of poster boy. He's like he's like Charlottetown incel <laughs> incel, you know? Yeah. Charlottesville, what, whatever, whatever, what was that thing where everybody held? Oh, Charlottesville. And... Yeah, he's like, yeah, Charlottesville. Yeah, yeah. He's think... like a Charlottesville. Oh, man, like, I don't uh, want to interrupt kind of thing. the description, but I think you're right. Like Dane DeHaan is Charlottesville incel. Jamie Foxx is like you know fanboy incel. He's like a Reddit incel, you know. Yeah, and um, yeah. you're right. And he's a wizard. He's a, he's he's a wizard. A, <laughs> Jamie Fox is the original wizard, and <laughs> um, yeah, Peter Parker is a incel. He's a hipster incel. Yeah. Oh, God, so I like that. Hinsel. Yeah. Hinsel. Uh, so it turns out Harry Osborne has daddy's disease <laughs> and thinks that Spidey, Spidey's blood will cure him. Too. <laughs> um, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Foxx turns blue at one point and gets scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they team up, being Harry Osborne and scary Jamie Foxx. Uh-huh. Uh, Harry turns into an even bigger incel, yeah. but now he can fly. <laughs> Spidey scoops his GF. <laughs> Spidey scoops his GF up before she heads to England for school. But boy, was that bad timing! Because Pepe Le Pew yeah. drops her from a tower Spoilers. and she bonks her head on the ground. Yep. Spidey gets depressed, but Paul Giamatti's Rhino spurs him to save New York 
yet again. The end. That's beautiful. And when you put it that way, like Paul Giamatti plays a really big role in this movie. Now, obviously, he doesn't have a lot of screen time. He's a little bit no. in the opening and a little bit at the end. He's it, a bookend. He's he's, he's a bookend the whole movie, right? And, yeah. and that's important. He's he's a he's a frame in which this movie operates. You know, at the beginning, yeah. he's there to show the height of Spider Man. At the end, he he's what brings Spider Man back into action. How exactly. important is that? Obviously, obviously, he he's not the main villain, but the Hincel out of depression. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's kind of what he did for us way back in the day. <laughs> These two Hincels. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh that's great all right dan how funny is it that this movie's directed by a man named mark webb it's so funny i didn't <laughs> yeah. realize how funny that was until i went on letterbox and i saw a couple reviews that basically said that pointed that out and i was like you're right that is yeah. just ridiculous mark ridiculous. webb it feels like that's the reason why he was chosen totally I, right you know what i mean we need like because- we need an indie director to do a big budget superhero movie you know somebody just <laughs> yeah. And they're just looking through the list and they're like, Web, Mark. All right. It's perfect. Sounds like he knows what he's doing. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, geez. So speaking of, he was an indie director. Dan called it. I did call it. He he knew it. What do I win? Dan knew it. (laughs) You you win uh, joy. Yeah. Um, He previously directed 500 Days of Summer, which Mm -hmm. is a beautiful movie. Uh, and he also directed, so as I was doing my research, he also directed many music videos of like the bands from like, like from like 2001 to like 2008 kind of thing. Oh, interesting. So kind of like our like youth, like our, the prime time of our youth. Like, so he did 21 Guns by I- Green Day. Iconic. He did Move Along by yeah. All American Rejects. He did London Bridge by Fergie. No way. <laughs> and also Jesse McCartney's Beautiful Soul. Mmm. So if anybody was watching Fam Jam back in the day, holy shit! He, he, he pretty much curated all of Fam Jam. He also did Hillary Duff's "Wake Up." Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And he was all over the place. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, killer. Yeah. Good for Mark Webb. Yeah, Mark Webb. Guys Mark making Webb. moves but in like, the industry. None of this says this guy. This guy should film the Amazing Spider-Man. Well, if, if for you, Sony Pictures, if you do remember this, I mean, this is still happening. But back in the early 2010s you know i guess this he, he would have done the first one what was the first one 2008 actually that's interesting uh, no was, i think it was 2010 2010 actually, I think you're right okay yeah so i mean people were just pulling out these indie directors to do these do these superhero movies um so good for him i mean he he, he has 500 days of summer under his belt you know that's that's a big one that had that a dance true. number in it <laughs> it's not <laughs> It didn't have like CGI and a man in a tight bodysuit no, swinging you, from buildings. You're right. You know what I mean? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Unless I mean, like this Spider-Man was very moody, so maybe that's why they they went they went for it. You know? Yeah. Maybe he had a lot of feelings going on. You know, it was tough. He was dealing yeah. with a lot from the end of the Amazing Spider-Man One. You know, there's there's a lot going on there. What the fuck happened at the end of it? He uh, police officer died. Who cares? <sighs> Sam. Dan. You didn't watch The Amazing Spider-Man in preparation for this podcast? You didn't do a back-to-back? I actually didn't, no. Well, I did, so let me tell you. The Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> one. And I found some patterns between these movies that I, I, I think are worth pointing out. So I'll start here. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man one, for a recap for you and for the audience at home, okay? It starts okay. off with Peter Parker's parents. He goes into that room. It's like you're seeing a different side of that scene in the opening to the 
in into the second movie. But in the oh, first his movie, parents are in the first one. Yeah. So in the first well. one, oh, when they just drop him off, kind of thing. Yeah. So he goes into the office. It's been whatever ransacked. His dad comes in and takes him away or whatever. He, we did we didn't know he's making that video for his son. Drops him off. Right. Whatever. We're seeing the other side of that. We don't see any of the plane bit. Obviously, that's new in the second one. Crux of this movie is basically that uh, you know meets Gwen Stacy. Hangs around Oscorp. Uncle Ben dies in that one, you know. Um, um, yeah. Reese Irfins from Madame Bovary plays. Oh yeah. Plays um, what's what's that guy's name? The lizard, the reptile. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just yeah, watched yeah. the movie. You're a comic book Doc, nerd. What Doc is it? Lizard. I don't know. Doc what his name Lizard. Is. That is not. No, right. that's not. His I think name. it's the that's lizard. And um, I think yeah. And uh, <laughs> the lizard, so yeah, the rhino, the lizard. There's also the scorpion. Yeah, in the Spider-Man the scorpion. Not very, not very, uh, you know, imaginative. No, but I do like how all the villains are animals. I think that's cool. I, I didn't. I was just building off of the Spider-Man thing. They're like, oh, rhino man, uh, I, lizard I, man. Okay, it is kind of lame, but it's also kind of cool. Scorpion that they have, like, their man, own thing, octopus man. Like, because <laughs> what? I, okay, okay, okay. That is fair. It is stupid, you know. <laughs> but, but also good. I don't know. I like how in these two movies, compared to the Sam Raimi movies, like these ones really tied together like the the bioengineering thing. Like that was kind of like, that's yeah. like the through line for like Spider-Man and all the villains of this type of New York universe here, where it's like, mm-hmm. it all has to do with like the bioengineering in Oscorp, which I thought was a, an interesting touch. Anyway, the lizard happens. He tries to turn everybody in New York City into lizards. Uh, mm-hmm. Peter Parker stops, or Spider-Man, oh, I'm sorry. Spider-Man. Oh. Ooh. Do you think anybody heard? <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> stops stops the lizard. Uh yeah. turns people, the people who did get turned into lizards back into humans and um and uh Gwen Stacy's dad, who is chief of police, dies. And so that's right. where we pick up in Spider-Man 2 and he's seeing them everywhere, you know? He's seeing Daddy's ghost. Daddy's Daddy ghost. ghost. Yeah, not Daddy yeah. diseases. Daddy's ghost. Uh, well, it didn't make it better. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I will really say, I will say that I I don't know which one I I enjoyed more. I think at the beginning I thought I would enjoy the Amazing Spider-Man two more because it it feels. I think Amazing Spider-Man two is a worse movie, but I thought it might be a little bit more yeah. enjoyable because the villains are so wacky. I would have to say I think I did enjoy this one more because Paul Giamatti was in it, which does tip it over in my scales. <laughs> yeah, but this is clearly the worst, the worst movie out of the two, and neither of them are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also two hours and twenty minutes long. Yeah, it's a long one. It's if they cut, <laughs> yeah. if they cut twenty minutes off. At a point in the beginning, I was like, "Dude, am I gonna buy this on Blu-ray? Like, is this movie like stupid enough that I kind <laughs> of enjoy it? Like, the, all these villains in this movie are so." wacky their characterizations are so yeah. weird and then and so it just one went, note and so one note yeah. but then it went on for too long i was like i i would i'm not watching this again sorry yeah way sorry too long. fans and then and then jamie fox blew himself mm-hmm. and shit like <laughs> it just gets weird spider-man but, i'm yeah. your biggest fan oh, you're my eyes That's and ears out character. there what sorry <laughs> That's his whole character. His whole thing Spider-Man. is that nobody remembered his birthday or gave a shit. So he turned into a supervillain and just wanted attention. Like, it's too basic. Too basic. basic. Boy. Yeah, it didn't feel... Basic I mean, blue. None of the characters make any sense. Maybe not none of the characters, but none of the villains, I think, in either movie made any sense. Like, 
No. They all seem like, like, so he's like weird and whatever, but he didn't like, uh, I guess he was like a little crazy, but he wasn't like evil, you know? And same with the lizard. I mean, the lizard, I guess, turns into a lizard and becomes bad or whatever. Like by being the lizard, he becomes like. But he was like an amputee. At least he had like a reason. You know, like I, a, that seems like a justifiable. I want my limb back. No, like, I mean, that's a justifiable reason to do what you're doing. That is you know fair. I mean, I mean Jamie Foxx wanted attention. <laughs> I, I feel like all of these villains in these movies, instead of like trying to destroy New York, I think they just should have filed some lawsuits. I feel like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jamie, Jamie Foxx was captured and trapped in a mad scientist laboratory. But I think yeah, generally BJ Novak was rude to him. Yeah. Well, boss. BJ, yeah. BJ Novak was a real douche. But um, yeah. overall, I think they all should have just filed lawsuits, workplace lawsuits. Though Oscorp is a real evil company here too. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, even Peter Parker, he's not paid a fair wage. Yeah, exactly. You know? He's taking all these photos of Spider-Man, the most famous person in New York City right yeah. now. And yeah. he's getting no, not enough money to get by. No. Poor boy. Poor boy. Poor, boy. Poor boy. He's got to go to school. His girlfriend's going to Oxford. <laughs> he needs to buy a ticket. Uh, anyway, we've already started talking about the movie, but... Um, yes, Sam. Did you There's know? There's other. Oh important... yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, you, no, know you tell what? me. You tell me. Did Did you know that Hans Zimmer <laughs> composed the music? I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. And also, so <laughs> I also found that um, Pharrell Williams also worked on this movie. <laughs> and <laughs> Pharrell Williams. No, I heard you. I movie. heard you. Yeah, I know. So Pharrell Williams and they formed he five other guys, like other famous musicians, also worked on this. No, I don't know any of them. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> they formed what they called, uh, in their own words, a super group, and they called themselves <laughs> they called themselves the Magnificent Six. <laughs> oh. That's so stupid. Do you think uh, that that feels like the type of thing? Oh my god, I don't even know what to make of that. I feel like. They, I wanted to be in the room so badly <laughs> to hear Pharrell Williams come up to Hans Zimmer <laughs> saying, hey, man, like, we're going to create this, this super group. We're calling it we're calling it the Magnificent Six. In opposition and to Hans the Sinister Six goes, from the movie. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. And, so, and then Hans Zimmer goes, yes, I like this. <laughs> this, yes, this soundtrack okay. is going to be very different from what I've done before. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like, my God, that's insane, Sam. That's so funny. You feel like they... they Imagine Hans Zimmer, Pharrell Williams wearing his big hat and, and four other dudes <laughs> going out to like a sake bar and doing like sake bombs together after like being in the studio yeah. all day. Just like. <laughs> Guys, did you hear that remix of Itsy Bitsy Spider I made? Like, fuck, That's man. just going to be dope in theaters, man. When Spider-Man's <laughs> hitting the Itsy Bitsy Spider notes. Hold on. let's. I'll play that clip. Yeah, um, please. This is from uh, near the end of the movie. He's battling Electro and he's being tossed around a power plant. And this is some of the you know hard work that <laughs> the the magnificent, the magnificent six, six. <laughs> orchestrated for the movie. <laughs> I hate this song. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Fuck. But actually, now that you're talking about the music in this movie, I, I if you I didn't know that before right now. <laughs> and okay, if, yeah. if you didn't tell me that, I would have assumed some like no-name person did the score for this. Because it's like, I mean, it sounds good, but it's just traditional superhero music. It doesn't have any it like generic. It's yeah. very generic. But also at the same time, 
there's a lot of weird musical flourishes in this movie. Like exactly the itsy bitsy spider. And then you also sent this to me and I, maybe I was half asleep. I don't, I don't know why I didn't notice it, but in the scene uh-huh. where an electro becomes electro and, and Spider-Man, you know, is trying to, is, tr- is trying to help him. And then a police officer shoots at him or whatever, breaks his trust. And, and he says that Spider-Man lies to him. And so in the scene, you know, he's being overwhelmed with like energy and he's seeing the grid and everybody's yelling or whatever. Yeah. And when I watched the scene, I, I totally ignored the sound bed that was underneath it. And cause okay. I was just like, everybody's running away and Electro's freaking out. Is like, okay, this is a scene that is happening. Then Sam sends me his list of clips and he asked me to, to clip the Spider-Man lied to me song. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is this? And I go back to the scene and it take it took me a little bit to like really pick up on it. But there is a, there is a song so deep in the mix about mm-hmm. Spider-Man lying to Electro <laughs> and it's supposed to be you like the voices in his head like doing yeah. this but it's a song and it's here I mean I, it's, it's, it's so very weird. very strange stay with me Max you set me up no I didn't set you up you like what is me. going no, on I don't know. And then it's like drum and bass, like dubstep. Yeah. Well, it's because it sounds like, did you ever play like, I guess you never played Saints Row, but there's a gun called the dubstep gun. It just sounds like that. Mm, It just mm. sounds like that. Anyways, you don't know about it. Uh, I don't know about it, but that sounds cool. This song is just so (laughs) wild to me. Did you find any other like research on this song or? No, but guys, that was all brought to you by the Magnificent Six. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, I it got fifty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. People were not fans of this movie. Okay, two out of four stars on RogerEbert.com from Christine Lemay or Lemire, I can't remember. Um, and the critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes was: while the cast is outstanding and the special effects are top notch, the latest installment of the Spidey Saga suffers from an unfocused narrative and an overabundance of characters. You could say that about Spider-Man 3. Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3 as well. It's a Spider-Man you know. trap. They did not learn. They did not learn. There's just so many villains based off of animals. We need to get them all. No, I do. We got Sandman, <laughs> Octopus Man. So sand isn't a, sand isn't an animal. <laughs> um, but um, no, and, and I... You know, I'm kind of sad that this movie never turned into the Sinister Six. There, did you do you have yeah. research on what was supposed to happen next? That was what they were going to do. Yeah. yeah, they were going to lean into the Sinister Six stuff. But then, um, since this movie did so badly and was so like it made money, it made like seven hundred million dollars, and they had a budget of like uh, close to three hundred million. Mm-hmm. So it made a lot of money, but people did not like it. They just didn't like the depiction of Andrew Garfield. Mostly, they didn't like the depiction of Peter Parker. Oh, they like really? people like the Spider Man. Yeah, he was too moody. He was too depressed. He was de- he's depressed the both movies. You know? Yeah, I, I guess that is true. Like, so I I actually, well, I really I I thought Andrew Garfield did a good job. I liked Emma Stone too. I, I I think he was a good actor. I just think the 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 creative decisions behind the idea of Peter Parker himself were uh, not great. Not great, especially when you compare it now to like the new MCU series or franchise, you know, like it's yeah. just a better version of Peter Parker. Spunky. 
he's got spunk, you know? That's true. That's that's true. Um, so uh, as you said, this movie was supposed to be, um, uh, was, the next movie that was supposed to come was The Sinister Six, which would have given us Paul Giamatti as the villain in a mainstream, you know, superhero movie a little bit more prominently. Um, yeah. Let's see what what this movie was about. He, guys, he finally gets the yet? rhino suit at the end of it. He does he gets the rhino suit. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Craven the Hunter, Vulture, Rhino, Mysterio, Sandman, or Scorpia rather than Scorpion, or oh, even Scorpia. Black Very Cat, fun. maybe Venom, whatever. Yeah, because they the 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 writer I forget who. Also, this movie was originally written by somebody, and then it had to get rewritten. Well, it was it was supposed to be directed by written and directed by Drew Goddard, which would have been cool. I like Drew. Did Cabin in the Woods? What else did, did he do? Did, oh, he yeah, just he just true. did that. Um, last year he put out that movie about the um bad times at the El Royale, which was a, a decent movie. It was okay. It was very yeah. long, another very long movie. But <laughs> yeah. he's he's creative. I like him. Um, mm-hmm. so this is plot and script details varied that the film would have portrayed the six or at least one of its members as sympathetic so they ultimately could redeem themselves to that Dr. Octopus would end up being the main antagonist and that the Savage Land, a hidden island in the comics, which was an ancient preserve to surviving prehistoric species hidden in Antarctica, would have been involved. In one draft... Yeah, because they wanted Craven the Hunter to be kind of like one of the main, like kind of like a two-hander between them as like the antagonist. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it, it yeah. seems all over the place. And then I was reading about Spider-Man 3, which was more interesting to me. Um, and, mm. and it was about, like, you know, Peter's grieving, so he'd be even more depressed over the death of Gwen Stacy, which was sad. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, even, true. More even, depression. He'd be even sadder, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, he decides to use, and again, this is all speculation, but I, I found this interesting, decides mm-hmm. to use his blood to revive various people who died while he was still living. Peter would face off with new villains such as Norman Osborn as the Goblin King, Mysterio, and Rhino. And Mary Jane oh Watson God. was rumored to be played every by every single fucking character. I know. Mary Jane Watson was rumored to be played by Shailene Woodley. Remember when she was big? And Jill Stacy. Yeah. I don't know who that is. I guess Gwen Stacy's uh, like sister or cousin or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was uh, rumored to be played by Emma Watson. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, actually, they filmed Shailene Woodley for this movie. Wait, They did, really? like, two scenes with her. Yeah, but they, they thought there were already too many characters, and they wanted to, in quotes, streamline the the, the narrative. Oh, so, and... Uh, Shailene Woodley was knocked out of the film. Yeah. Huh, okay. Well, the more you know. Well, Sam, would you like to hear this song called Oh, yeah, look at all these artists on this project. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, okay, where is it? Where... There is so much on here. Oh, my God. You're probably looking at the deluxe edition, which has 16 songs on it. <laughs> okay, we're going to... No, I'm looking at an album. It's called The Amazing Spider-Man True, the original motion picture soundtrack. It is 31 tracks. 31? 31 tracks. We might have to search oh for God. this, but... <laughs> Here's a song called Electro Remix. This could be it. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and out of all the rain. And the itsy bitsy spider came up the spout again. What's this one? Oh, this is called My Enemy. I think this could be the one. I think this is it. This is it for sure. 
This is so strange. <laughs> it's so bad. And I had the thought, like, oh, maybe if it's not in the movie, it might sound better, and it already doesn't sound better. So, Sam, the credits on on Spotify, it says, yeah. My Enemy by Han Zimmer, The Magnificent Six, Pharrell Williams, <laughs> and Johnny Marr. There are four people credited, and one of those items is a six-person ensemble. <laughs> and it says The Magnificent Six. Wow. I didn't think that they actually, like, called themselves that. I thought it was kind of, like, more of a working title you know what i mean i didn't think they would put that in the soundtrack but here it is who do you think did the vocals for this it's either pharrell or it's jamie fox but no jamie fox would have been credited in the yeah, thing you're so right. it might be pharrell yeah clap along if you feel like <laughs> <laughs> okay that's enough of that anyway good to know oh, that you yeah. can listen to that on on your own at home called Guys, my enemy six. lyrics by the magnificent six <laughs> let's bring it back let's bring let's bring back mark webb the mark webb cut guys let's bring it back oh my goodness yes let's give the movie mark number three webb. yeah i want to see all the honestly this movie kind of reminded me of justice league a little bit it had lots of slow motion you know there could be a cut with shailene woodley yeah. it, it would be pretty cool they had weird uh unexplored themes yep yeah, like time. Did you realize that time was a weird theme that they were trying to play with? That it never and that it never panned out. Time. They what? always talked about how time. They were slowing down everything. Gwen Stacy dies in the clock tower. Oh, interesting. Like, you are you're a good movie trying watcher, to play Sam. With time. <laughs> I feel like you would just ingest things into your eyes and you just like your brain turns off sometimes <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't pick up i don't any mean that as an insult i just mean sometimes you're just no, like, that's how oh, i work that's how my brain pretty operates. colors jamie fox he loves it with his spider <laughs> <laughs> sam i didn't even pick up that it was the itsy bitsy spider i tried to place the song and then it was over and i moved on to be fair i was also watching it with subtitles and like the song titles would come <laughs> up as well and it said itsy bitsy spider <laughs> so it was uh, kind of easy for me that's good that's good to give you the benefit of uh could give you the benefit okay who is uh, who is paul sam who did i mean we know who paul us. was but oh on me I'll, I'll i'll tell you yeah you tell you tell me he played the rhino as we all know whose real name as i learned was alexi sistevich as uh paul giamatti says in his first uh um line in the movie as he's driving a truck through Midtown uh, he says this <laughs> and I, I really I think that's a delightful clip you know um, woo 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 <laughs> 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 it's absolutely precious um uh, Paul, as described by Paul, he says he's a Russian mobster. Russians are always good villains. I have an ability to just destroy things. My accent is pretty hammy. I love doing it. It seemed to me like an opportunity to be as over the top hammy as possible. It was really fun. It was really fun. I, yeah. I did enjoy him. Which is like, that's what we say all the time about Paul. That like, oh, I think he just chose this to do it, you know, because he thought it'd be fun. Like play with a hawk. You know, and the hawk is dying. Yeah, yeah. Be a be a human orangutan uh, slave trader. Yeah, you know. Yeah. In Planet of the Apes, he just does things because it's fun. Yep. And also, I bet this movie 
give him a little cha-ching. I, be- I bet so too. Especially, I yeah. bet it would have given him some real cha-ching if he came back. But, um, yeah. you know, I think I think it'd be fun to just be in these movies. It sounded like from the interviews yeah. that he had a great time just, you know, pretending to drive a truck and slamming around. He had to wear like some weird suits and, you know, some mocap type of things on him. You know, it, it yeah. seems like a pretty good time. Um, I think it could have been. And he could be coming back in Spider-Man No Way Home. I think we really need to once again say that I, now that you know Marvel has this multiverse happening, it's time to bring Paul Giamatti's Rhino back. Give him a better yeah. suit, do something cool with him, but bring this yeah. guy back. I want to see the Rhino again and let him be just as let him sound just as stupid as he sounds in this movie. Yeah, like come on, that would fit with the the MCU kind of guys. You know, they like to have fun with the Spider-Man properties. So. Yeah. Why not? Jamie Foxx is already coming back, and Alfred Merlin, Alfred, 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 Alfred Molina, yeah. And it's rumored that Toby and Andrew Garfield are going to be coming back. So. I know. Bring back Paul. Goddamn it! I think it would be so yeah. fun. If you're bringing back Blue Boy, yeah, you got bring back the weird hammy Russian guy. <laughs> like I hope Electra looks cool in that movie because I I did not think he looked cool in this movie. I mean, the blue I stuff the, was I thought like the effects was were cool, like yeah. the vein stuff inside. I, yeah. I did think it looked it, like it was definitely top notch, you know. Well, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's like they put a lot of work cool, into the VFX. But... I thought the VFX actually were really well done, to be honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in general, on this. Movie. I mean, I would agree. It, it looked cool. I just didn't like yeah, all the sparks, it, I don't you think know, it was like good. just like. <laughs> anyway. Apparently, they used a lot of electricity dude uh, no assets. way really they used a lot of electricity. a lot of That's zaps said and, in the research and z- zips a lot of zips and zaps a lot of zips couple a couple zippies couple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to hear uh what, what do you want to hear sam do you want to hear some of the rhino i have a couple clips here do you want to yeah, hear some more rhino okay let's hear Polly. give people what they want this one's called capturing the rhino Yeah. Okay, That's Some good like uh, uh, ADR work here. Yeah. What is he even saying? He doesn't say no, anything. He's just grunting that. and groaning and, and yelling around. <laughs> there's, there's no. Spider. Yeah, spider. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like the barbed wire forehead tattoo, yeah. which was not in style back then. You know, this is pre post Malone. Yes, so. yes, pre Joker as well, pre damaged Joker. You yeah, know, Paul, true, Paul true. walked so Jared Leto could run. Yeah, <laughs> we all say it. We, everybody, it. everybody says it. Credit where credit yeah. is due. <laughs> um, yeah. What else did I want to say about this movie? Uh, Peter Parker is just a stalker. Huh? Yeah, he really is. He really is. I wrote that down too. He he is stalking his ex girlfriend, and yeah. honestly, it kind of worked for me though a little bit. I was like, <laughs> I did like the the rom comier parts of this movie more than the superhero stuff, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like when and maybe it's just because when you get Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone in a room together, you know, like even if it's kind of dumb, like I, I like I enjoy like you know I enjoy watching that. I'm like, yes, this yeah. is too charismatic movie stars up here having fun on screen i'm like this is what i'm here yeah. for um and, and they're also in a relationship at the time too oh really during filming mm. yeah they they met on the first movie obviously yeah and they got into a relationship 
And then they were still in a relationship during the second movie. That's cute. They're not now. She's married to somebody else. Well, but. yes, because they broke up and then Andrew Garfield went off and did his like stint of like soul searching movies. He did Hacksaw Ridge, right? Yeah, where he like silence. put himself through stuff. Silence where he like went on a, a truly emotional journey, a religious journey with Martin Scorsese, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. The he things, went off. The things guys will do, you know, to get over a and relationship. And now Emma Stone's Cruella DeVille, you know? So... <laughs> Taking her rightful place as Cruella DeVille. And also, I thought it was kind of funny, too, that Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire apparently dated for a short while during their stint uh, on the first movie. How can you not fall in love when you do that upside-down kiss, you know? I know. That upside-down kiss. Have you tried that? I can see it so clearly in my head. I think I've tried it with every single girlfriend I've ever had. Yeah. 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 What do you mean? Like, just an upside-down kiss, or did you hang upside-down so they could kiss you? Like, did you do the scale work? I hung from the ceiling by my penis. Yeah. (laughs) And I said, "Look at me, I'm Spider-Man. Give me, give, give me a kiss." I went to a playground once and did that to recreate it, and uh, I hung upside down from some monkey bars, and it was it was fine. But upside down kisses aren't really that romantic because the lips feel off. No, yeah, and your nose kind of hooks their chin. It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. a little weird. Not worth it. I, yeah. I would say try it at home. Don't venture out of your home to to give it a try. Not worth it. No, it's not worth it. It's not. Um. Dan, what else do you got to say about this movie? I feel, I mean, like, I mean, we talked about Harry Osborne's weird hair. Yeah, we did. That's a big, that's a big point. We did. We um, did. you know, I did think Electro's visual effects were great. Um, oh, did you cry when Gwen <laughs> Stacy died? No, I cried in the first one though. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> and by cry, I teared up. I teared up in the first one. I'll tell you. Right. I have a thing. I think that's that's become clear where. Um, you know, in Spider-Man two, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man two, or maybe a Spider-Man one, when, um, somebody like hurts Spider-Man and then all the New Yorkers on the train, I think it was Spider-Man two because it was post 9-11. You're talking about Spider-Man two. Yeah. And they all like start throwing stuff or being like, Hey, leave Spider-Man alone. They all start being nice and standing up for Spider-Man. Yeah. I remember tearing up the last time I watched that movie and the New Yorkers were nice to Spider-Man. <laughs> and then in this movie with the guy or in the first movie, there's a scene at the end where Spider-Man gets hurt, gets shot through the leg and he's having trouble oh. like running so he can like, he's, 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 he's not able to shoot his webs and he has to get across town to Oscorp tower. Okay. To mm. stop, stop the lizard. And right. there's a guy who he saved earlier on in the movie and he's like, watching TV and they see like the battle that's going on or whatever. And they see that Spider-Man's hurt. Okay. And, um, and they're like, the other guys like trying to get out. Like they're, they're like, we have to get out of the city. We have to evacuate or whatever. And he's like, no, we have to stay here. Call the boys, call, call the whatever, uh, boys at the, at the company. Um, tell them we need to help Spider-Man. And then, <laughs> and then Spider-Man like shoots his web and he falls and then, uh, and, and you see all the cranes in the city start to like turn like all the way down. They point up like through the lane so yeah, that Spider-Man yeah. can use the cranes to do it. And he like falls and then he comes up and he's attached to the first crane. And he gets his back. Oh my starts God. Going. And I teared up. I was, as soon as this guy's like, <laughs> he saved me, call the guys, tell him to get the cranes going. And Spider-Man starts like doing it. And they're like, yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> So I teared up. Nice I proudly teared boy. up. I tear up when New Yorkers help Spider-Man because that's like just so nice. New Yorkers are so cold and then they help Spider-Man. It makes you feel so good. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I can't believe you cried. I cried when Gwen Stacy died. Oh, did you? I, 
I did cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she bonked her little head, and I and I and because it's because I really wrote down. Sad, I, I think it's because I think it's because Andrew Garfield is such a good actor. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get, care that much about Gwen Stacy, but man, did I care about that man crying while holding his dead girlfriend. Yeah, you know? he he did really good. That was some sad he did, he did stuff. Really good. He really he sold it. He sold it. Yeah, yeah. And then Paul Giamatti pulled him out of depression. <laughs> you know. And Paul sold me. Do you think that Spider-Man is an allegory for puberty? Oh, interesting. I think it is, right? Is it not? I feel like I've heard that before. He's about, you oh, know. Oh, interesting. He's doing his thing. He wakes up one morning and he's all new. He's got a new body, you know, new abilities. That is he's more, cool. You yeah. know? Wouldn't it be awesome think? to be Spider-Man? Like, wouldn't that be, just be like the freaking coolest thing in the world, Sam? That's probably why I watched the first Spider-Man like three times in theaters as a child. Oh, yeah. Well, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies rock. I haven't watched the third one in a bit, so and good. obviously it's like bad. But who knows now? In, in you know, in retrospect, if I think it's probably still bad. Still bad, but it, you know, it probably has. There's like enough like, uh, there's enough memes about it that I feel like it's worth watching again. You know, like I think yeah. it's been salvaged through like internet culture. Um, but I think it's, it'd be only good with nostalgia. Like if you had seen it before. But the first two movies really, really rock. Still... The first two movies are yeah. actually great movies. Um, yeah. 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 Not even just superhero movies. I think they're good movies. I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. And that scene where he catches everything on the on the thing, on the they tray. They did that like 150 times. They did they that for did real. It it's crazy, man. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Movie trivia. Uh, that's what you come to the podcast for. Um, I guess my only other thought, Sam, if we're just sum- summarizing thoughts here, my, my last thought on this movie is I want to acknowledge... Not only what a good job the Magnificent Six did, but also the needle <laughs> drops I thought were were top notch. And when Philip Phillips um, saw whatever that big Philip Phillips hit, you know, when Philip I was about to I'll be by your body that when you oh, yeah, need yeah, yeah. help, yeah. when you need help, <laughs> you need I will do the same for you. And I will do you the same for you. But do not do that for you. But I thought that was that was uh it took me back. That was a clear <laughs> 2012 move. And listen, man, I, I did not Mark see Webb. it coming. It's Mark Webb. His 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 music video days were coming back. You know, because there was a Coldplay song at the beginning that I noticed. I noticed like whatever, whatever that dude's oh, name really? is. Like, who's the singer of Coldplay? Chris Martin. Like, I, I noticed his vocals yeah. and I looked it up and I was like, yeah, okay, Coldplay. And then the middle of the the movie comes around and Philip Phillips comes in strong, and I, I lost <laughs> it. I lost it. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of moments in this movie that were like montage, just like music videos with Spider Man swinging through the city. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense to me. Also, I just wanted to say here, Move Along by the All-American Rejects was a formative song for me growing up. So, God bless you, Mark Webb. How does that song go? So good. Yeah, hit me with them drums. Are you going to bring out the deep voice? No. Please? It's in retirement, Dan. I told you it's in retirement. No, it's in retirement. people love it. Nobody loves it. I don't even love it. Oh. Wait, if you're not going to sing along, what are we doing listening to it? I'm just listening. I know, you're just vibing. I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. You're just swaying. 
<laughs> Wait, that's just popping. The thing is, I can't sing along because I'm not in time. Hands are screaming cold. These hands are ripped you hold. Listen me! They're to do with strong, move along, move along like you know you do. And even when the troop is strong, move along like I know you do, move along. I used to listen to that on my Walkman with my like over-the-ear foam headphones every night before bed. Really? When I was 12 years old, yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Not even 12. No, like 10. 10? That was 10, Dan. Were you allowed at 10? I had my Walkman. <laughs> I could listen to whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay, let's let's hear a little bit more from Paul here, and then we can rate Do we him. want to rate Paul? And then... And then sure, and, fine. Or... Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> let's rate Paul and then listen to some clips. Why not? Um, I give Paul... A, uh, a four out of ten falls. Oh, I know, I know. I think this was, I think this was his worst performance in a long time. <laughs> it really is. He's it really is quite bad. bad in this movie, and I do think it makes the movie a lot funnier to watch. And again, I would love to see him play this again. The four out of ten does yeah. not damper my excitement to see him take the swing in in the marvel cinematic yeah. universe but um i think i do have to give him a four out of ten and maybe you know if we got the sinister six if we got that amazing spider-man three and paul giamatti is, w- was to be in these movies you know we could have saw a different side of the rhino other than him just saying i am killer i am killer spider <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's really all he says in this movie i know and grunts i know i i'm gonna give him a three I thought he did really bad. He was way too hammy. He went too far. Too far, Paul. <sighs> too far, Maybe, Paul. You're, you're right, though. Maybe if you played off of some other characters, it could have been like, who's this guy? You know what I mean? That I think fun. it could have worked in the Sinister Six. You get a couple of super serious yeah. villains, and you get Paul just bumbling around being like, I do not know what we're doing. What is that? Was that the right accent? <laughs> yeah. What's Russian? I don't, know. I don't know. That sounded like Transylvanian. Like, I, don't I know. do not I don't know, know what you're doing, but I want to suck your rhino blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, part three. Cut that. Paul Cut that out time. of the podcast. I can't have that out no, there. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up the audio. <laughs> no. On that. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, what did you rate, Paul? I rated him a three. A three? Sam. Even lower. How about you fucking plug in, Holy. man? Well, yeah, I wasn't happy with him. He was funny. He was funny, but I, I he was I guess he was supposed to just, you know, oh, let's poke fun at this guy. Let's make fun of him. I and I I appreciate his choices. Like I think the choice was an interesting one, but it was stupid. But it was, too but much. It was stupid. It was really dumb. But it was choices. stupid. I'd love yeah. to ask him more about it. Cause I, I mean, obviously I think as you said earlier, Paul approached this movie just having fun with it, you know, like he yeah. he went on Conan. A, a couple of years before this movie happened and said that he would like to play the rhino and then he did and i thought for real is that how really yeah i well actually here, here's a clip of him talking about getting the role mark the director came to me to ask me if i wanted to do it and i guess i had i was on a talk show i i think it was conan o'brien and they were they were just i guess the, the they were making the first one of these and so just 
started as a joke. Uh, he asked me if I could be in one of these movies, what would I want to play? And I said, the rhino, which nobody knew what the rhino even was. They were all like, really? There was a hero, super, a super villain called the rhino? And uh, so I said it as a joke. And I guess he saw it. And then um, when they were coming around to do this one, I met him. <laughs> And he was like, would you seriously want to play the rhino? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, that makes complete sense. He didn't give a fuck. No. He didn't give a so fuck. so good. <laughs> okay, well, now it all kind of comes together. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's just so wild. Um, I did it as a joke. <laughs> I did Spider the Amazing Spider-Man two by Sony Pictures as a joke. Uh, wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. Barbed wire tattoo, bad Russian accent. Go all out, go all out. I also it's saw. There's, I'll, I'll post this picture on the Instagram. But so he had a stunt double um, for the movie, and he had oh, okay. a giant latex Paul Giamatti rhino head. Like, like not like obviously it's not oh, the animal. Wow. It's like. Paul Giamatti's like head with like the tattoo and whatnot, but yeah. just like, and it's a rough one. Like obviously it's, it's for stunt purposes. So it doesn't look good, but it's like uh -huh. Paul Giamatti's head on this other guy. It's so <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like a, like a latex, it's like, like a, uh, like a latex thing. Yeah. 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 So oh, wild. No. What, what would you, <laughs> what would you rate the movie? What I rate the movie? Um, do we rate that out of 10 to? I forget at this point. It's up to you. I always, I feel like we always forget. Um, I'm going to rate the movie. No, we do out of five stars for a bit off of Letterboxd. Um, two and a half. Nice. Uh, I'm I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it was good either. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving it a three, I think. I, I would say three to four. Four if I was feeling generous, but I'm, I'm going to go with a four? three. Four? Yeah, that's a bad Out of 10? Sorry. Oh, you're out of ten. I'm. Oh. Just, I thought we were doing it out of five. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Four stars. Okay, well, I'm giving it an 80, 80 to ninety percent. Yeah, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know I've been talking shit, but <laughs> okay. Here are some clips. Here's some clips of Paul. Let's just let's blow through some of these. These are funny. I am the rhino. <laughs> I told you I would be back. Also, okay. Uh, also, the accent is not good. <laughs> like the accent. No, it's not. It's so it's bad. So bad. It's just so funny to me. It's like he it's literally such a just hokey, came on. Like, Russian accent. Yeah, yeah. I am Rhino, and he also is speaking yeah. in like a high, even like for Paul Giamatti, a high register. I am Rhino. I told you I would be back. <laughs> very, very cool. Very back. cool. I told you I'd be back. Um, this is this is a clip called "It's Over, Spidey." Hello. Hey, I told you off. I am running a bit late. It's over, Spider. Really? <laughs> so all of his like, it just really brings it home for me. All of his lines are ADR. Like there, like there is no yeah. real line in this movie. All of it is like. And also, his suit kind of looks janky as well. I feel bad. They they did my rhino dirty. They did my rhino they dirty. They really did him dirty. They did. Well, Paul did himself dirty. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I obviously. guess that's fair, but, you know. Yeah. And then they just <sighs> showed what he gave, I think, honestly. Yeah, you know, I just wish. I, I, wish, he, I wish he'd come back. I, I Man, my life Because he could have be taken it seriously. It could have been like a gruff kind of... A little tough guy, you know? A little tough a guy? A little bit more? Yeah. A little tough guy? A little tough guy. You know? 
Yeah. Like exactly. that, like a, you know, some, some bad male bravado kind of thing. Like yeah. that could have been, I don't know. Paul made his own decisions and they weren't good. Yeah. He's, he's an adult. Help. He's an adult. And then last but not least, we have an addition to our wall of laughter. This, uh, you know, we, we collect laughs here um from the very beginning of the show you know we have julia you know that's my great grandmother right there we have paul gatekeeper rodney what was his name gatekeeper yeah something like that gatekeeper tom it's something tim okay gatekeeper tim 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 the gate guard tim the gate guard hey thank you (laughs) We have some Paul laugh. And in this movie, uh, among many more, but in this movie, we get a laugh from Emma Stone that I think Did is... Did you play Julia Roberts laugh? Uh, I'll go back. I'll play it again. Here we go. This is uh, Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite something. Quite something. It's great. Yeah. Quite something. This might be a runner-up. I think this might be a runner-up. Let's, let's hear I it. I really like this laugh. You, you picked a good one. Here is Emma Stone's laugh. <laughs> Oh, that one hit hard. That's really funny. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That one's really good. That is great. That one's really good. We We got news, guys. We got breaking movie news. So, I just heard that Paul Giamani... Gonna be in the Amazing Spider-Man. Giamani. Uh, well, I hope you like the voice that is the impression. But uh, I don't know this. I like the first Amazing Spider-Man. Like I thought it was, uh, it was an alright movie. It wasn't the best movie that I've ever seen, but I didn't hate it. Then I hear that Paul Giamani is gonna be Rhino, and that's kind of interesting to me because you've already had a crocodile in the first one. In the second one, you're gonna have a guy that shoots electricity and a Rhino. I don't know. This should be an interesting thing to see. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Did you just randomly find that? Yeah, like, I found this guy, guy on YouTube talking about the announcement. He, <laughs> he he was talking about it so dry, it really killed me. Um, anyway, that's all the clips oh, I got. That's, that's, so every, that's everything I got. I had somebody, a friend of mine, listen to the, our last episode. Oh, yeah. And they hit me up and said, it's nice to know that there's other wizards out there like me, myself. What? Yeah. Sam, how many wizards yeah. are you friends with? What's Apparently up? a lot. Are you... Well, at least two. That's incredible. I But really you're not a wizard until you pass the age of thirty. I know, but these people are So they're potential wizards. The, uh, potential wizards. Yeah. They have they have yeah. It's like it's like before you turn twelve before you go to Hogwarts kind of thing. Sam, like you how know? can we dare I say like like does if there's so many wizards out I was not aware of this. If there's so many potential wizards out there, like is this a podcast or is this a, 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 a or is this a reality TV show? Or is this an epidemic? It's an epidemic. <laughs> All these young boys not having <laughs> not having sex. Yeah. And this man's a very funny man. He's lovely, and um, you know, I was I was quite shocked. I asked him, yeah. hey, would you?" I said, "LOL" at the end, so you know, I I I wasn't I didn't push very hard. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. But I said, "Would you be willing to go into a podcast uh, to solve your?" your wizard fate. And he said, uh, you'd have a better chance of curing cancer is what he said to me. And I don't know if he meant, we like those odds. Oh yeah. You don't know. Oh, you don't know if you meant, I don't know if he meant podcast or having sex or having sex. Yeah. So it's unclear. The language is unclear, but I'm sure he'll listen to this episode and 
you know what? Uh, email in. Yeah, honestly, uh, this is an open invitation. I like we are so to committed all our wizards to this out idea. There. <laughs> yeah, if you if you're a wizard, let us know because we will we will work with you on this podcast to to get you to have sex or yeah. even and if you don't if you like if you don't want to have meetingless we'll talk to sex experts either. we'll get experts on yes yes we'll get relationship experts love experts we'll do the whole thing uh, okay we will produce love for you yeah we're gonna just like a wizard itself we're gonna produce love out of cold air out of there we go out of a hat there we go. can you out can you can you can can sam and dan pull love out of a hat it's going to take a wizard to find out good stuff. Okay. And, and to that person listening too, this is serious. If you, if you want to yeah, go on I, this journey with us, I feel very us, serious about it. If you yeah. want to go on this journey with us, we're going to take you seriously, treat you with respect. We're going to have fun together. It's going to be a good time. Like we can assure you it's going to be a good time that goes for Sam's friend, your other friend or any other potential wizards out there. Let's do it. Let's have a journey, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be feel Let's good. It'll it. be like the opposite of cereal. You know, it'll be a feel good piece about, a young boy doing it. Exactly. A young boy doing it. Yeah. Because as we Love know, that. the guy in Cyril didn't do it. Should that should that be the name? Should that be the name of the podcast? Young boys doing it. <laughs> uh, we might probably good SEO. Workshop it. No, Workshop no, no. It. It's probably good SEO, but from the wrong groups of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trade-off we're gonna uh, have to really think about. Um. Anyway, turns out it's old boys not doing it. Really. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> anyway, what are we doing next, Sam? What What's next in two weeks? Dan, we're doing love and mercy. Who does Paul play though? Um, Paul plays, you mean Paul Dano or Paul Giamatti? Cause we got double no. Pauls. Oh, love it. Uh, but obviously, obviously you mean Paul Giamatti. He's playing a, um, he's playing a character called Dr. No. Sound no, it out. Sam. Sound it out. Sam, top story eight hours ago. Paul Giamatti reportedly returning as Rhino in Spider-Man No Way Home. <gasps> Sam, did we will oh it into my existence? God. Oh my God. While we're recording the episode? Hold on. Is Where this, did you this, see that? Is this real? Oh my God. Where did you see that? Is it a rumor? It, it might be a rumor, but hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, there's a rumor new mill? Rumor. rumor mill. This is it, this is in the rumor mill. So I guess in two weeks, you know, we we might we might hear a little bit more. But this is saying that okay. the rumor mill's churning, and a new claim uh, says that Giamatti will be back in No Way Home, presumably hailing from the same timeline as you know Andrew Garfield and Electro and Ugh. whatnot. Um, Ugh. And they describe his performance as scenery devouring <laughs> and it proved to be divisive. <laughs> While another cameo might not fix that, there's no guarantees that it'll even show up, but the rumor mill is happening, which is honestly, uh, I feel like Paul Giamatti good. is such a small piece of that movie that if the rumor mill's churning, they're like, where there's smoke, there might be fire. Hopefully. Let's really fucking hope. Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Finger, and those Spider-Man movies have good sense of humor. Like I I feel I, like it fits. I feel like the character fits. Me too. As shitty as he did. Me too. I think it fits. I don't want to get too excited, but I agree. I think no. there is a chance. What an exciting ending to this episode. Ah, oh, love it. Eight hours love ago. It. Good work, internet. Gotta love it. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, Dan, what a great way to end. Guys, you can find us on Instagram at Giamatti Podcast. You can email us at emailgiamatti at gmail.com. Please 
send us your thoughts send us uh you know uh what do you think of emma stone's laugh all right nobody's emailing okay i just want to be <laughs> clear about that let's say what we always say let's say it blessed, blessed be, be the Giamatti. Praise be. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.